Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. torch and dip it into the sexy saint jeff candle no buffs is back in your lives i'm jay skeets here in the classic factory along with my two fellow tri members one guy who loves to fart one guy who never does it's trey kirby and jd what's up gentlemen i do fart from time to time you would never get jeff Probst's attention for a fart no I think I would for the bit. Oh, that would be so for the bit. so That's mad. shocking. <laughs> You're willing to fart in front of Jeff Prost, but not us. Yeah, <laughs> he's right behind you. <laughs> I guess well, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. <laughs> uh, we are here to recap episode eight of Survivor 44, titled "Don't Get Cocky, Kid." You called it. Yeah, you said Kane was going to be the one to say said it. Said Kane, I was ru- well. I got there in the end. Ash reminded me. I thought it was Indiana Jones quote, but it's a it's a Han Solo quote. But regardless, regardless, you nailed it. I nailed it. Uh, Finally, sure. got something right. Yeah, this season. <laughs> you don't you don't get points in our no. Uh, no buffs fantasy pool, unfortunately, for that. We have to change that mm. next year. That'll be a good one. Yeah. Who? Where did the quote quote come from? That's huge. Chris? We'll talk to Chris about that. That is a good one. Uh, Shout out to the Live Tribe joining us here live on YouTube. We love to see it. I see uh, who we got here. We got Bryce. We got Sarah, Joel, Leo, uh, Jordan. What's up? Hannah Banana. Cameron. The whole crew's here. The whole crew is here. I, I see Sarah Gray is saying that Danny retweeted her picture from the challenge. Oh. From last night's show. Of him farting squeakily. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. yes. you can throw that That's out. Big. Oh, we have that too. Yeah. I think uh, JD uh, got maybe a clean version of it. Ah, <laughs> a clean version. Pun intended. Well, you know, she <laughs> took a you took a shot of her television. Yeah. Oh no, no, yeah, I, I have to do that too. Oh, you? What, what do you mean? Yeah, the, throw it up, Ash. You got Esh, that? You got Come the, on, stop the farting fart. over there. Stop <laughs> no, farting not around. that one. The other one. Holy moly! Why don't you guys talk about this before squeakily. we actually do it? I yeah. did. I said this is the fart one. Oh, okay. Well, it just says uh, there. Label. You go. Oh, passes passes wind, wind squeakily. That's not clean. I had to take a shot of that of my TV. Oh, wow. Why? You were just watching it on your computer. I know. Why wouldn't you just screen grab it? Because it's black. It, yeah, Paramount Plus. Blacks I it. They got you, they got you suckers. See, I see. They know. They're onto us. They're onto us. Okay, okay. So we're shooting our TVs now. Actually, Lincoln took this picture. <laughs> Everyone loves a fart. Everyone passes loves a fart. wind squeakily. <laughs> um, yeah, we said hello to the live tribe. Hello to all our podcast listeners as well. Leave your boys here at No Buffs a five star rating and review. Help other Survivor fans find this insane show. Let's get into the episode. <laughs> we'll do some tree mail later. Night 14, guys. That's where we are in the game. Jam Jam comes back. He tells us he has a cat with nine lives. This guy keeps surviving and uses some more humor, as he's done a couple times after coming back from a tribal council where he does stick around. He says something along the lines of, uh, quote, it makes it more fun to keep me worried. Which is great. (laughs) This is so good. It is the move. I'm convinced it's the greatest move you can do coming back from a tribal council in where you were maybe vulnerable and actually got some votes or thought you were maybe going home. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's getting a jovial Owen edit, it feels. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, Owen was sort of the sad Charlie Brown the whole time. But he was always on the bottom and he mm-hmm. was scraping and, and clawing and trying to keep it in it. And Jam Jam is, it seems to be the same the last few episodes where he's on the bottom, but he's still like... He's in it, and he's do it, doing a great job narrating this season. It yeah. like, I, I just love the guy. I want him to go all the way. But, uh, yeah. He's in a good position now, as we he saw is. in this episode. Tika is him, Carolyn, and, uh, and Carson being the, the middle swing votes here. Yeah, and I think with the way everything played out and who Jam Jam and Carson ended up being voted on, they might be able to completely skate on this vote with uh, the way the idol play went down. Yep. Jam Jam is doing well, and you can tell that he's super well-liked because yeah. 
he can end up on the bottom, and then 15 minutes later, after they all get back, they're like, man, I love this guy. <laughs> Maybe he's coming after me, but I don't care. He's fun to have around. <laughs> this guy's awesome. Yeah. Uh, also, there on night 14, we get Franny, obviously, she's pretty, um, pretty shook up about Matt being voted out, her island relationship. Sure, I... You know. I cried when I said goodbye to my friends at summer camp. Oh. You know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's night 14. I mean, I like the, the <laughs> puppy love. They have each other for two weeks. They've each other for two weeks. <laughs> Come on. It's, it's a lot of bonding, like, though, out there on the island. I, I know. I know. And, you, and it, uh, the, the nature of the game is that it grinds you down and it strips you raw. Yeah. And there you are. But it does, when you kind of, like, step back and go. <laughs> Big okay, picture. Okay, okay. Pump the brakes here. Uh you know, like, oh, he was so alone, and now I know exactly how he felt, and it's just like, uh, okay. Yeah. It's, I mean, I know, but also, you know, <laughs> get a grip. And also, <laughs> I, I thought I found it interesting that they're the that uh, they they're like, uh, Kane is like, oh, she's over there crying, but it's not for Matt. But it is. For yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like totally. it's like they know they're on the bottom. It's like, <laughs> no, no, she just misses her boyfriend. Yeah. I'm fine. Fair enough. Fair we enough. do get the uh, kiss of death here, though, for Brandon and Kane telling us they're feeling pretty powerful mm. in the game. You know, you get that classic early first scene of Survivor where you're the one that feels in control, feeling good. Like, he doesn't even want to jinx it. He knows that you shouldn't say it. Right. But they put it in there. They put it in there. And then, obviously, Brandon goes home. I will say, I don't know if it's a curveball or a changeup or maybe a cut fastball, but it was just a little bit of a swerve to have Kane be the one coming out and being like, oh, we're balling. Yeah. We're on yeah. top of the world. Ain't no way any of us are going home. You think that that's a setup for Kane to go home, but no, just his buddy. Yeah. yeah. But he even a knew it change in saying it. it. He's yeah. seen Survivor enough yeah. to go, you know, don't get cocky, kid. Yeah. Like, this is not what I should do. Right. But, of course, how can you help yourself when you're feeling powerful? You're well, feeling the, in a good spot. They're asked as well. How are you yeah. feeling? You feeling confident? I am feeling confident. You know, <laughs> totally, like, what? Totally. It's, they're set up. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, Heidi tells Jam Jam uh, why she played the control of vote the way she did at the last tribal council. So we get them talking together. TK, uh, before we went live here, you're pretty convinced that Heidi and Jam Jam, uh, as we saw a little bit as this episode went on, there's a relationship there, you believe, maybe from their backgrounds or their way of life that uh, you think we'll learn more about. There were a lot of scenes of Jam Jam and Heidi having conversations this week. Maybe that's just because Jam Jam is super social. Maybe Heidi is a social player as well, though we haven't really seen that. Uh, but I think seeing those scenes and knowing that they both are, come from Puerto Rico, yeah. I think it wouldn't be surprising to after the show or maybe in a couple episodes here that Heidi and Jam Jam at least have a good working relationship yeah. out there on the island. Do we we never found out on the show that both Marianne and Omer are Canadian though, right? And lived literally burrows apart, no, right? No. It was never revealed. I mean, so anyways, we might not find out on the show, but uh, there definitely, obviously seems there would be a connection yeah. if you're from the same place. Yeah, as, there's some know. trust there. Yeah. Uh, Heidi wants to target... Ratu, that's the Orange Tribe, the original Orange Tribe. We're obviously all together now. But uh, she sort of runs through why. She's like, Lauren's got an extra vote. Mm -hmm. Jamie potentially has an idol, which she does. She does. But it's fake. <laughs> Kane, she points out, super strategic. Right. I was like, is he? <laughs> I mean, they think it, I guess, or she, she at least thinks it. And then Brandon, uh, you know, the physical stature of him and how he could do well in these challenges. And also, so that's the four of them. There. And uh, one of the more intelligent um, survivor players, like uh, like I was saying last week, you know, how he basically figured out that Matt's idol was a fake, or at least pointed it out to him. And mm -hmm. he's always, I, I uh, you know, I'm going to miss Brandon. I thought he was really good, and I thought he was a great player to be honest um and a renaissance man a self-described renaissance that's right. man that's which, right uh, i just say i his his pack was one of the more enjoyable ones you know he was on one of those water you know the hose the fire hose things oh yeah i, yeah. I don't know why that just stuck out to me it's like, oh, that's so cool like, yeah, you don't know many people that have done that exactly <laughs> right like it looks it still looks so futuristic even though i think it's probably been around for like a decade <laughs> yeah or something at that point but you see somebody on a water jet that looks like they're balling yeah. out there. But I thought that was interesting um, to see that 
confirmation that this was going to be Soka versus Ratu, mm-hmm. basically, yeah. for the entire episode, which makes sense, knowing how many people were left from both tribes. And if you're on the Soka tribe, obviously Brandon is the guy to be targeting. He's the biggest one out there, so you think he's a challenge threat. And he seemed to be the leader of the tribe mm-hmm. as well, ever yeah. since he opened um, the birdcage right away. Yeah, it's also within the scene that we get uh, Tika realizing how valuable they are being the, this middle swing vote three, uh, the three stooges right. in Carson, <laughs> Carolyn, and Jam Jam. Self-described three stooges. Right. And uh, they're in a good spot. And Kane then, of course, tells us uh, he sees a great path. Ratu. There's four of us. His math is weird. This is the strategic part that I don't really get. There's four of you. Right. (laughs) There's ten people there. Yeah. Uh, You don't have a majority with that. Uh, I get it. If you get Tika, sure, but you're getting ahead of yourself a little bit there, in my opinion. But he's like, just like, hey, we're tight. We can stick together. Yeah. And uh, and we have we're underestimating Tika. He's not saying that, but they are. Under- yes. They, yeah. They're well. Yeah. He was counting one of Tika's members totally. in his numbers. Carson. Yeah. Yeah. Who joined them uh, in a whatever a switch a up or a swap yeah. or whatever yeah. the heck it was. He one was person switcher originally Tika yeah. and then is now with uh, or went to Ratu, but now they're all under one. Anyway, day fifteen. They're eating breakfast. Uh, I think it, it was breakfast, right? Sure. I, I was a little confused at first. Was that breakfast or lunch? Does it matter out there on the island? Uh, but I'm pretty I'm pretty sure it was breakfast because we get Carson puking in the bushes mm-hmm. because of uh, the overabundance of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches that he had at the reward. Is that the confirmed? I, I believe mean, so. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was slipped in the episode, and uh, I've read some things about that. Yeah. That it played a part, and that, as it would, we've yeah. seen this before. People totally that right. overeat yeah. at reward challenges and, yeah. then, and then get sick because of it. Yeah. I mean... I'm uh, awful for Carson. Better that end than the other end, in my opinion. I think I'd prefer that. Hmm. Yeah. It's like, that's which a, would I you? Mean, that's a tough call. They're both brutal. It's definitely a tough call. Yeah. But I think I'm with you. Yeah. <sighs> You'd rather be puking than shit in your pants? <laughs> I don't know. I <sighs> think I'd rather blow it out the booty. I think, I don't, I don't know. It's so, it's so night? hot throat. Yeah. It's so hot that, on the throat. Yes. Yeah, that's true. It is, <laughs> it's an unpleasant, violent thing that your it's body tough, does. Yeah. But I'd rather, it, it goes pretty quickly. Yeah, and you don't need to go so like, far, too. Yeah, that's true. Away from yeah. the tribe. You don't want to be apart from people in that's this right. game. At least you can puke. You can just sort of wander over the bush. Right. But, and, hey, I'm still on TV. Right? Yeah, right, right, right. Maybe you're, you're not getting in the scenes if you're <laughs> That's right. having on the bum lake, problems. On the ocean? <laughs> uh, there's a deleted scene uh, where they really show what he went through during the night. Because we only saw it in the morning there. Um, but as he said, I think, on the episode, it was like eight or nine times he was up. Like he said he would like lie down and then feel sick right away. Right when he was falling to sleep and get back up. Uh, that's brutal. Crawl over, puke, come back. <laughs> And so he almost didn't want to sleep because every time he did that, he gets sick again, right. which is a little wild. Um, but there, then there's like a little deleted scene where Franny's consoling him. So uh, I think they took it out because there was a lot of stuff out of focus. <laughs> Whoever was on the night crew that night, they weren't doing a great job on camera. Wow. Very difficult, I get. Yeah. <laughs> but there was a terrible shot where it was so out of focus. <laughs> you could see it was him puking, but it was like, ah, oh, we can't use this. Do you think the camera person fell asleep and the, the, the audio oh. person was like, get it, get it, he's going yeah. he's going out. Going to puke, man. Or do you think they, uh, to take it next level, do you think, like, man, we looked at the footage last night, like, this sucks, we can't use it. Do you mind crawling over to the bush, like, one more time? <laughs> Got just, any more in there? Yeah, just sort of, like, put your finger down your oh, throat. That is really, really next level. <laughs> I, I think that might be the case. <laughs> it's possible. They added, nice. they added the sound effects, too. I was, like, listening with headphones just now. It's like, it's like, it's gross. Uh, So he's not doing well. uh, But Jamie comes back. How much are you going to throw up from one peanut butter and jelly? They better not hope there's not an eating challenge. Because everything else will be tougher on your stomach than peanut butter and jelly on white bread. Well, don't forget the salty (laughs) chips. chips. The salty chips. And the iced tea. And the iced tea, I believe. Maybe there was a little food poisoning of some sort. I agree. I I think Jeff tainted the peanut butter. Yeah, we needed something exciting to happen tonight. (laughs) Peanut butter. Don't make anybody sick. Unless you're allergic to peanuts. Yes. But that's a different reaction. Exactly. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. This was not that. And but nobody Weak else stomach. got sick. You can get in the gym, you can get muscles, but it doesn't help your yeah, guts. Yeah, nobody else right. got sick. Yeah. Nobody else got sick. 
Uh, Jamie comes back with some good old tree mail, which we'll do later in this podcast. Uh, you know, we get the I like when we get the classic like riddle. Yeah. Of like, sort of here's what's happening, but we're not going to tell you everything. But that happens every time, right? We just don't see it. Like I that. like when they include it. Yes. Yes, yes. that's right. Uh, there's going to be one necklace we learn from the, the piece of paper, but the castaways have to be uh, divided into pairs. And I did love, I forget who said it, but I love the concept and nothing really came of it. It was, they were playing as pairs, but it was like, someone was like, well, are we pairs mm-hmm. or are we going to be like, will it be a battle? Will it be a duel versus each yes. other to then move on? Someone's been watching Squid Game. Mm. Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the end, it was duos uh, because we go to the immunity challenge. Let's just go there. Three stages. Are you a fan of the stages when it comes to these? And this one is a little different than normal because it's pairs. Yes. First stage, pairs, second stage, and then our final four, two pairs, individual, where we get to the endurance comp, the tolerance of pain. The tolerance you like it? of pain. I, I don't I don't hate it, especially with the with the dynamic of uh Danny and Lauren being together, who he was, was trying fun. to get that out. Was fun. And then it, it occurred to me, and I suppose other people as well, that Danny could have just thrown the challenge and not gotten to the to the end mm-hmm. just dragged lauren down not to say that she wouldn't get there but then he could take her out i like that little dynamic I, he I didn't liked it. he didn't yeah but, but uh yeah and then so you're together for the first two stages and then you're you're against each other mm-hmm. which is interesting and cool um it drags it out though it drags quite a quite a bit like that challenge mm-hmm. took a long time. It did, and it did last time challenge? too. Yeah, it took yeah. up a lot. Yeah. Of, yeah, they went to a commercial break after the stage the two. Part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, let's just go through it then here quickly. The first part, stage one, the five pairs had to maneuver themselves through that tangled net one at a time, and then dig up three planks from a sand pit. First four pairs would move on to the next stage, and uh, we talked about it last week. I hate this net. Yeah, it honestly gives me a lot of panic. Uh, and it got Carolyn, and she was wrapped up in there. Now, yeah. you talk about adding audio. She was not screaming every single time, I right? I doubt it. I bet she was. They got a good scream or two. She was every time she tried to throw a You're right. That's a good That's great That's true. I'm like, she could have been getting through it perfectly fine right. and would be screaming like that yeah. the exact same way. So I think it was kind of like a perfect combination of the right challenge for her to get nervous being in there because it looks – very anxiety inducing yeah. and having the perfect person going in there and getting anxiety from being in there. That's like an instant classic. I imagine the first time they did that, they're like, we got to do this every season. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. Every time. It's so Somebody funny. always gets totally. stuck yeah. and like you freaks get, out. You get tired and you're like, you don't even really know what you're doing. Yeah. You always get a great, like teamwork moment where they help the last person <laughs> yeah. who got stuck. They're like, yeah, we'll help you. Yeah, we'll help you. <laughs> Jeff loves that. Survivors helping survivors. Totally. Yeah. I mean, it was a lot more emotional last time because it was Noel. She yes. lost her leg. Right. Uh, that sounded way more dramatic than it was. She <laughs> yeah. lost her leg in the challenge. Uh, um, if you didn't watch last season, she has an artificial leg and it yeah, fell off funny. in the twisty thing. Uh, that whenever whenever I watch the last time as well, it, there's two things it reminds me of. One is an old, very old Conan O'Brien sketch. It's called this pyloric sphincter. Have you seen this? No. no. <laughs> so the pyloric nice. sphincter is a sphincter, but yeah. it's go, it leads into your stomach. So okay. he would just have a big sphincter and pass th- things through it, right? Okay. Like, okay. and eventually, of course, it comes to a. Uh, a Snickers bar, a full Snickers bar will come through this pyloric sphincter. So it looks like an ass, you know, sure. a piece of poo coming through an ass. <laughs> so it reminded me of that. And the other thing it reminds me of is that scene in Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Rings, when those orcs are being born, you know? Yes. And then just put up that picture of the orc. Uh... This guy's got an orc photo? Yeah, here's Carolyn coming out of the muck. <laughs> But, but that's how what it reminds me of is she it's it's you're in the muck and you sort of emerge from you know the muck and the the net yeah and uh, that particular orc killed an orc that was trying to assist his birth remember that <laughs> no I don't <laughs> wow so that's what it reminds you of. The, the especially of when they things. add them they're they're like they throw these nets over those mud pits yeah yeah and she so come out super muddy just and Carolyn. Looked you. We mentioned uh, before the show. She looked like a completely different person, like a natural brunette. Yeah. 
She went in as Ken and came out as Ryan. Yeah, I don't know how she did that. That was incredible. <laughs> she was in there for a while. And then unfortunate for Carson is like, because like I said, four pairs are going to advance. She's dead last. Yeah. I mean, it's like over. But she eventually somehow finally gets out at the worst timing for Carson because I believe it was Jamie and Heidi. They are still digging up their planks. So yeah. he's like, well, I guess I got to go in. Yeah, because Jeff no- is screaming, never give up. That's how you do Survivor. <laughs> Come on. It's like, uh, and this poor kid has been yeah, puking his guts out. He's like, he can barely. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's go, Twist Carolyn. yourself, Carolyn. <laughs> Twist yourself. <laughs> I'm encouraging Carolyn. Come go on. Go. You can do it. He, he must have been like, Take please, please just just make it. Just stay there. Get stuck so I don't have to do this at all. Yeah. But, uh, like, God damn it. She made it. I guess I gotta get in the muck. Oh god, he must uh, imagine he puked the in the net. <laughs> oh man, I saw a guy puke in wicker furniture once. That's what it would remind me of. It's the worst place someone can puke. Wicker furniture. What like a like a patio like a patio patio chair. What chair was it? It was up at a cottage, uh, and it's the worst. You can't honestly clean it. Like the puke is, it's all within the the woven. Uh, it's in the wickers the, or the wickets, the, whatever they are. Yeah, what is it? Wood? I guess. Is it wood? Uh, it feels like bamboo. What is it? Yeah, it does feel like bamboo. <laughs> what is wicker is it made wicker? out of? Is it just called wicker? It wicker what, though? Is it a wood? Because they make what is baskets. wicker made of? <laughs> wow. Wicker baskets, you're right. Yeah. Plants weaved with bamboo, rattan, seagrass, water, hyacinth, oh, yeah, and many diverse natural plants. So okay. I guess you get different ones. Okay. Uh, you just throw it in the lake, right? I mean, <laughs> you gotta, yeah, you got to hose it down, it down for, for sure. sure. Yeah, but even then. Did you make him do it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. an old old band that puked on it. Like an old dude. An old dude? <laughs> yeah, he literally just drank too much. He's <laughs> <laughs> peanut hey, butter and jellies, huh? Yeah. This is recent? Nah, this is years ago now. But it was an old man. They're like way older than me. <laughs> Very strange. Uh, all right. I got a couple of more notes from this here uh, episode, from this challenge specifically. I think it was when Carolyn came out, Jeff yelled, that's a survivor right there. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> That's your. That's the time for your catchphrase. That's how you do it on Survivor. Yeah. She battled through, finally came out, and then literally, I forget who was even at the sand stage trying to find the planks, and he said, "You gotta dig deeper." <laughs> he's just messing with us. Yeah. I think at this point, he's like getting so close to saying the lines, but would not say it. Also, a very funny uh, opening scene with uh, the shot of the new immunity necklace. Pretty cool necklace. Yeah. Dumping water on it. Yeah. We're going to clean it off. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> cool. That's cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. He might, uh, Carson yeah. puked all over it so they had to wash he, it but off. To, he can't say that's how you do it on Survivor. He, like, yeah, he has to pull it back. I think that it that it, it doesn't warrant that's how you do it on Survivor. Like, that's a survivor. She, she was last. Everybody yes. who had already gone through the nets, that's how you do it on survivor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, fair Getting enough. stuck and then persevering and making it through, yes, you're a survivor. Yeah, okay. That's a, that's a Suri <laughs> okay. moment-ish where she does the balance beam and, you know, that's your, that's a survivor. That's why you're here. You got off the couch. You're a survivor. But that's not, <laughs> not how, how you, you do it. it. That's the opposite. Okay. That's how you do it. That's a survivor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the first four pairs uh, that, that moved on, they got to use those planks to cross the rope bridge. Uh, some different strategies, but I thought Kane and Brandon were killing it there. Yeah, totally. they, the, way, the way they were doing the old step up, pass it back yeah. up. Um, I think it was Danny and Lauren doing more of a, they were doing the kneeling version of that mm-hmm. uh, to get across but in the end it's the first two pairs and it is those four it's Danian and Lauren and um, Brandon and Kane and now we get to the footholds start high because the footholds are bigger and then as you move down at the intervals uh, the footholds get smaller and smaller looks like it hurts <laughs> yeah, you just like real. like I had just run the Boston Marathon a couple of days prior my foot cramped my left foot cramped at mile 23 it was oh, hell gosh. for like two miles <laughs> like just full on cramped and that's all I kept thinking about watching that I was like oh my foot would be cramping doing that yeah. like I definitely will not drink enough water if I'm ever out there yeah, of course my not. number one problem and then it's just like the way it's jammed up against the wall it's yeah. like my big toe is gonna go 90 degrees the opposite direction when <laughs> yeah. I get a foot cramp and uh they battled it out mm-hmm and of course, then we get, it's just down to Danny and Lauren side by side. And we get, at least from the edit, Danny dropping a, hey, Jeff. And probes, Danny? <laughs> Fart. Yeah. 
A squeaky one. A squeaky fart. Yeah, squeakily. Do you believe that's how it actually went down? Or was the <laughs> Hey Jeff and the Danny like a slick edit there on the fart? No, I think You think Danny called for probes to and yeah. say basically to yep. fart. I think so. <laughs> I, I 100% agree. Yeah. I um, mean, why would, like... He's been his, funny out there the entire yeah, time. Yeah. Like, you know, he doesn't it's actually need to be doing somersaults on the paths when there's nobody around, but he's mm-hmm. going to do it. So, man, he must have just been so happy. He's like, oh, I feel like I, I can fart right now. Yeah. I, I got one. I got I to gotta save it. I got to save it for the perfect time. That's risky, though. Oh, my God. You it's... Always worth it to go for, like, a comedy fart. Yeah. But you never know what's coming out. No, there's true. no way to judge. You know, it might be a good one. <laughs> if it would, it would be the greatest survivor moment in history if Lauren had dropped totally. because of a comical fart. <laughs> oh my god! Right? Yeah. Like <laughs> the greatest the moment in history. Yeah. Yeah. It's like give him the give him the million dollars and, and we, just, we always bring this every <laughs> challenge. I was waiting to see if somebody would fart. You did. Yeah. Bring it on in. It's over. Bring it on in. A million dollars for you, Danny. But. I mean, I mean, there's nothing better than that on your resume. Right, your <laughs> final council resume. Uh, just in general, I mean, it's, it could be just, just it could become the Danny now. Yeah, oh, I might pull a Danny at this one. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but it didn't work. That's the it didn't you know, work. unfortunate work. thing. And Lauren powered through um, and and held on to win. Yeah, uh, it was Kane dropping first, Brandon second, and then uh, the two of them battling after the fart. He drops, going to sort of that lowest foothold, which is like nothing. Sure. Yeah absolutely nothing and she wins and she surprised herself and that was a pretty cool moment that was a great moment I really enjoyed how excited she was and uh just like she was beside herself, yeah, and just like my kids, my my, uh, my her actual kids. I guess she she's a teacher, right? Must yeah. be, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was it was amazing. Uh, lo- love those moments on Survivor. It's like this the super fan, you know, like try you putting yourself in that position. I think oh, I, yeah. I think I'd be the same. Yeah, except my, I'd be like my kids never watch this show; they'll <laughs> never know how great this is. But uh, but yeah, it was also cool because at least what we've seen in the edit. We haven't got a lot of Lauren like emotion. Yes, you know, definitely. Like, she's been a cool cucumber, playing it, you know, close to the vest. It feels like sometimes we don't even know she's really there in some episodes. And then it was like this, like, oh my god, she was ecstatic. Totally. Like she was hugging Jeff before he could even put it, uh, put it on. Oh <laughs> yeah. man, if she had dropped a fart, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jeff was like, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> oh. Man, now I'm gonna be watching this season and be like. This would be a perfect time to fart. This would be perfect. You got to drop it right now. <laughs> All right. So let's shake it, man. Let's get to the uh, plot and scheming here of this episode. Uh, this It gets a little wild. So let's try and make our way through this and try and make sense of it. When they come back, Lauren obviously immune. She's got the necklace. Mm-hmm. There's uh, nine other people that could be voted for. Brandon and Kane, Ratu, they want to target Franny. And they want to fold in Tika. And that would give them the numbers. Obviously, right. that would be seven total, more than enough. That'll be the move. Brandon tells Heidi and Danny, though, then, it's Franny. That was the weird part. Right. It's like, why are they doing that? You're Ratu. If you think you've got Tika, and you've got the numbers, and but you're also saying, hey, two other people that are in the original green Soka tribe, Heidi and Danny, hey, it's going to be Franny. Right. Just to try and get everybody on the same page... Like that—that that was a little shocking. Yeah, to me. maybe because they thought it was an obvious vote because she was so close with Matt, and and that she's good at the game. She's very she'd good. Won. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they were wrong. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, then Heidi, Danny, and Franny—they obviously talk about sticking together. Yeah. They're they're the the green Soka, right? They talk about bringing in Tika. I mean, it's like everybody wants Tika here. Uh, Ratu thinks they maybe have them. Soka says, "Why don't we?" get them Danny then tells Heidi and eventually he does tell Franny to her face but he says well I'm just gonna play the idol like if they're gonna put votes on her then I'll just play the idol on her and you know all of those votes will be negated and we can sort of pick and choose uh, where we want okay Heidi then pleads her case to Jam Jam and company Carson you know Carolyn by extension there about like sort of what they should do Carson doesn't want to make enemies though this is the whole thing with this episode. It's like Tika's like, okay, we know we're the swing vote. That's cool because that means we're not being voted for. But we also, once again, and this is becoming a running theme here in Survivor, it feels like over the last couple of seasons. It's this ultimate, like, I just don't want to make any enemies right, for as yeah. long as possible. Yeah. 
Um, so they're like sort of torn almost like what side to go to and how can we even do this where we don't upset either of yeah. the Ratu <laughs> or the Soka. And we could debate whether or not they successfully pulled that off uh, in the end because a couple of them vote for Franny. Mm-hmm. Carolyn votes for Brandon. Yeah. Um, but maybe they don't have any blood on their hands. But then it gets really wild because Heidi then at the water well tells Jam Jam and Carson about Danny's idol. And Carson then just tells Danny, hey, Heidi spilled the beans. And this is where the, the drama of the episode is Danny going, oh, crap. Well, now the whole thing is screwed. Right. All of those votes we thought that were going to go on to, to Franny and that I would use my idol on her and then we'd blow that up. It's like if, they, if it gets back to them, if Jam Jam, I guess Carson, I don't know how much Carolyn knew, but like if they tell all the Ratu, then they'll just switch their vote. They can put right. it on me for crying out loud. Right. So right. now he has the dilemma of like, do I even play my idol? Do I play it for myself because mm-hmm. I'm fearful that it's going to get switched around? Or do I just continue and play it for Franny, which he, of course, does in the end? And I guess the trust was there from Danny's side of things with Jam Jam yeah. and Carson of like, nah, we're, we're cool. Like, we're going to blindside Brandon here. They're going to put all these votes on. What well, do you think? It, it sounds like Carson, because Carson was like, don't worry. I'm going to monitor Jam Jam. I'm yeah. going to go and... I'll be his security exactly guard, right. and I will just stand there. And so, obviously, there's a lot of trust between Danny and Carson, and he was convinced, uh, you know, the, in the end. So, and it was a good move, the the whole playing his idol for Franny, and obviously it worked. But. Do you think there'll be any blowback? Danny will be upset with Heidi for, again, spilling the beans on his idol and putting it at least in terms of the edit, him in jeopardy of, like, their whole plan to save Franny. Uh, or no? I don't think so. No? I don't think so, because it worked. So, uh, yeah. in the end, it was yeah. fine. So, was this a slick editing? Well, there was definitely some uh, trickery afoot in the <laughs> edit. Ooh. Ooh, some trickery afoot. Well, go on. What do you mean? Well, you were, you were, before the show, you were talking about uh, Fishback and how he has this theory that, that Heidi drops a line basically saying, we got to convince, we got to convince Jam Jam. Basically... Danny is saying to Heidi, "Hey, Heidi comes to Danny saying, "Hey, let's get let's get uh, um, Franny out, or let's get Brandon out, right? They're all going to vote for Franny, but let's get the other three, and we'll vote Brandon yeah. out." Yeah. And he's like, "Well, I'll do you one better. I have an idol. I'll play it on Franny, and then Brandon will go. So we don't even have to get all all of them." Right. But then there's this weird over the shoulder shot. It's a shot of Danny with Heidi here, and it if you listen with headphones. It sounds like it might not have been at the same time. Mm. I think it was dropped in ADR or a pickup or something. And she says, well, we the person we have to convince is Jam Jam. It's like, but when you think <laughs> about it, it's like, not really. Right. Because in the end, if Jam Jam votes, voted for Franny anyway. So it's like, why do you have to convince? I, I guess it's sort of like a... If we want to get them over, we have to we have to get we have to convince Jam Jam because he's the leader over there or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. But it just it just didn't really make any sense mm-hmm. for like that's kind of the end of the conversation. It's like, well, I'll play, I'll play my idol. It's like okay, great, right. end of conversation. But I think they put that 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 line in just to just make some I don't know drama or something. Yeah, and then like, there's the whole part of uh, Ratu. With who they thought Tika, who ultimately sort of vote with them because they know what's going to happen. Right. But the idea of splitting votes too, thinking that their idols may be out there. Right. So we have to like cover our ass a little bit, put some on Franny. Yeah. Possibly some on others. And Heidi basically gives them permission. That happens off screen too because there's that that moment at the well where it's Carson and Jam Jam. Is it Carson? Yep. Jam? yep. Carson and Jam Jam, and they're they're thinking, well, I don't know, should we do this? I don't know. Like, they're doing the wanna, whole thing. Like we don't want to make enemies. Let's not make enemies. Yeah. We got to play each side as much as we can for as long as we can. And then Heidi sidles up. Now, and I took out my stopwatch because <laughs> in this scene, I think this might be a record. Actually, there is thirty seconds of no music. You notice that? No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't notice You are that. the music man. Whew. I'm telling you, it's jarring because it's wall-to-wall music, this show. Anyway, Heidi comes in, and they're like, ah, we don't know about this. And that's when she says, hey, Danny's got an idol. So, and then they cut away. Right. And basically, Carson, they cut away to Carson uh, talking about, oh, you know, it makes sense to blah, blah, blah. This, this plan makes sense is what he's saying. But... 
in that moment, Heidi's saying he's got he's got an idol. So you guys vote. Go ahead and vote for Frank. Right, right. By right. all means. But just so you keep know, keep your cover. Keep yeah. your cover. Yeah. And then she gains their trust. Uh, I'm sure I am 100% convinced huh? that's, that's what okay. happened. Okay. <laughs> Anybody thoughts on this? It is a little confusing when we were. It is. Yeah. It down well, I think that this is. I think what it all comes down to is very solid gameplay by Tika Tribe. Is that who I'm yeah. thinking? That's the purple yep. team. Yep. Carson still going to be good going forward. Yep. Jam Jam still going to be good going forward because they voted on the wrong side. So smooth moves there. Mm-hmm. But I do think that Heidi likely told all of them because they wanted to have at least four votes total in case the Brandon-led tribe got wise to it and said, we're going to split the votes three and three. Then they still got them covered. Mm -hmm. Four to three. And as somebody mentioned in the live tribe earlier, Heidi and Jam Jam confirmed close. She said she wanted to save him a week ago because he was Puerto Rican. Mm -hmm. So I think they're just close together. So that's probably why that conversation happened. It's a good time to start building trust now that you're really moving in to the individual portion of the game. And everybody can see the writing on the wall. There was four of one tribe, three of the others. We're going to try and even it out. So it made sense to me. Smart. I mean, maybe a little sloppy gameplay by Heidi, but I thought smart gameplay by Danny, by Heidi, and by the three Tikas as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's 3-3-3 now. Uh, At Tribal Council, I don't have a ton of notes on this. You know, we got Matt there sitting on the jury. Uh, I would say not doing Franny any favors, uh, the way he reacts to everything that possibly goes on that she says. A lot of googly And what I mean by that is, like, how could you be not... Like, playing the game still and everything she says or whatever protection that happens for her and he is geeking out, it's like, well, that's a vote I'm not getting right. for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, he's pumped that uh, she obviously survives here. Danny, in the edit, appears perplexed. Again, what am I going to do? Am I going to hold this idol? Am I going to play it for myself or am I going to play it for Franny? But, in the end, he puts it on Franny and uh, Brandon is blindsided with four votes. So, it's all of Soka and then Carolyn. Right. Putting their votes on Brandon. That's the four. That's enough. He goes home. So Carolyn, we think, is just keeping it going rogue or she's the, the, protecting Tika by saying, hey, we're split. We're not a threesome. Yeah. I think I think that's what it is. I think it's a little the latter. Yeah, I think it's a little galaxy brand. The the three of them going, OK, we'll vote for Franny. Yep. You vote for Brandon and they won't suspect. You just think the same thing? Absolutely. Yeah. I think that yeah. the Tika 3 is the tightest 3 out there uh, remaining. And I think that this is a smart move from them to like stay together and show no signs of actually being together because you know Kane thinks him and Carson are probably they're each other's number yeah. one. Guaranteed he's locked in on that. Brandon thought he was close with Carson as well. Carson got in with everybody yeah. right away. Those people seem to be dropping out now, which I wonder if people will catch on to right. pretty quickly, I would have to assume. But uh yeah, I I would be surprised if those three aren't still together going forward. That's episode eight. Any other notes? Random observations? I mean, I I will say that I thought the tribal council was a bit of a snooze fest. Yeah, I was. It was at a, the end of a long day, which I'm sure ha- most people watch Survivor at the end of their work day, and I was just zoning out. Man, we have to Jeff <laughs> retire the question. On a scale of one to ten, how much anxiety are you feeling? It's ten. It's always ten. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's no point to it. I I understand this sort of like uh, the the pantomime of like we're having a regular conversation here, and it's all about what's under the surface. But I I do I, I, I even uh, even like with all the tension is is Danny gonna play his idol or isn't he and what's gonna happen? All of that is just like I'm like. Just come on, come on. I don't need a, the arrow analogy. I didn't even really get it, to be honest. <laughs> the intersections? Oh, so, uh, yeah, yeah, the intersection. The intersections. Right, 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 right. It's just like, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It's just like, I just zone out. Like, yeah. completely zone it's, out. It's like, tough. They're, they are just, the, the players are just too smart now, yeah. and they just know not to give anything. Don't tip your hand at all yeah. in any of your answers. So you got to come up with weird analogies totally. and talk arounds and saying a bunch of words, but not really saying anything. Right. And that's why I think Probst then falls back on the, like, on a scale of one to ten, how anxious are you? He's like, yeah. well, what the fuck else am I going to ask them? They're not saying, they're not answering anything. <laughs> Take a side here. Yeah. <laughs> and, that's, and that's fair. And also, we complain when it's, a, when it's a live tribal, you know, and ever there's all whispering and all last, you know, that kind of stuff. Although, 
we haven't had one this season, mm-hmm. and we had there wasn't much last season, as I remember. Was there might have been a late live. Yeah, there yeah. may have been one, but it wasn't yeah. like the previous season no. where it was just like every tribal was like that. Uh, so, anyways, I, I don't know what the answer is here, but I just know that I just uh, I'm just ready for it. To, I almost fast forward through it, you know. Like, yeah, you know, if you're stuck, talk about the fart, like. Danny, that was hilarious. That was How did that hilarious. not come up? Yeah, well, maybe it did, but uh, I would much rather them just talk about the how how crazy was that challenge? You know what I mean? Like, well, how uh, about uh, on a scale of one to ten, how uh, confident are you in farting on demand? <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, on a scale of one to ten, how stinky? <laughs> yeah, yeah how, uh, how bad was it up there? <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I, I was. I watched it. Very early this morning, this episode at like six mm. in the morning, and uh, yeah, I'm, I was struggling to keep my eyes yeah. open at the at the at the tribal council. The first couple minutes, you're just like, okay, and I don't even mind her like Fanny's analogy I or whatever. Mind like, it I thought either. it was it was fine. I under, I was following it enough, the arrows and yeah, crossing at the right time. Yeah, but uh, it's just the same old, same old. We just watch too much Survivor. Maybe I mean, yeah, it's a. Uh... There's a lot of layered storytelling there, and like I said, there's a lot unsaid. That's the kind of the point of Tribal Council. Yeah, I just find I just I'm just losing it. That's all. That's all. I well, I watched it live, <laughs> and I'll say I was impressed with Jam Jam's performance. He looked legitimately nervous, yeah. like he could yeah. be going home. Oh, he was doing like like yeah, this like, at one Jam, point. Yeah, yeah, he's like biting on his fingernails and stuff. Yeah, convincing. Uh, if, if he was indeed involved in the vote, which I assume he was. Yeah. Yeah. And also after the vote, he's like, oh, yeah, there's uh, another yeah, one of his. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just so great. I love it. I love the guy. Uh, bring him back for every season. <laughs> That'd be awesome. If there's just, just him and Carolyn on every season from here on out. All right. Let's take our first break. When we come back, uh, we'll keep breaking down this episode and get into some tree mail. Don't go anywhere. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, back with No Buffs. Thanks again to everybody joining us live on YouTube. Hit that like button. Make sure you subscribe to No Buffs. And if you are a podcast listener, leave us a five-star rating and review. Let's get into the tree mail. Yeah, tree mail. You guys are sending in your questions, usually by way of Twitter. First one from Jack Sullivan. And uh, I believe we have a photo for this one. Or I already saw it maybe. Am I the only one that thinks that Brandon's challenge shorts look like a big adult diaper? <laughs> there he is for everybody on YouTube. It's the way he had like tucked them, them up. up. Yeah. yeah. Very hiked. Yeah. You see some NBA players do this every once in a while, like in practice. Yeah. 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 yeah they like, they like tuck the short under like that. Almost like a, you said it was like a sumo That's wrestler. That kind of reminded me of sumo. Yeah. It's not really, but. But it does look like a diaper. There's a hundred, no doubt about that. It's pretty amazing that the guy that made his shorts into a diaper within the same challenge, a guy farted. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. And right? they're all covered in shit like yeah, mud. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Uh, what do you think of Kane's hair, though? Got oh. some compliments when he went back to the, uh, I guess, to the, I don't know, the bench. Yeah. yeah. I thought, uh, definitely, I mean, Trey and I were talking about this this morning, uh, definitely the coolest he's looked in this season of Survivor, maybe in his life. Yeah. Maybe the coolest. He's up there with an NFL player. <laughs> yeah, they're crushing it. I mean, they it. were crushing it, yeah. Killing it in a challenge. I mean, this makes up for all the the sort of the, the, the goofy, uh, I'm playing the Dungeons knighting. and Dragons, yeah. and him running through the forest. Uh, total geek, but he seemed like a badass with his, the man bun. Works yeah, on, on King. Samurai-like look. Yeah. I noticed he kept it when they went back to the camp. You know, he was having to keep his hair uh, pulled back off his face. But yeah, Jack, I agree with you. It definitely looks like a big adult diaper. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> looks crazy. You got to have some big old thighs to be big able to hold those gams. shorts I mean, up. He's a football player. I could what? never do it. What's the point of it? Just to get get your thighs out in the air? like uh, Yeah, just help my thighs breathe. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Sky's yeah. out, thighs out. It doesn't really matter within the challenge except to like... Uh, 
Yeah, not overheat. Do you think it? Well, maybe it's just the. It's just he's on TV. He's just it's like, like that's my chance. Right, I'm gonna <laughs> show off these. You games. like these? Yeah, sure. Possibly. Uh, next one from at Survivor Now Pod. Do we believe the production are making these individual immunity challenge challenges team based more often to try to eliminate the threat of having a challenge beast dominate the season? So at Survivor Now Pod, great podcasts. Mm-hmm. The idea that we're we're getting these wrinkles to these immunity challenges that are individual in the end, but yeah, you know, slip in these teams to avoid maybe just one man or woman running away in challenges. I think it's possible. It's I mean, possible. Uh, it works. It, well, there's less of a challenge you have to make, right? Because you don't have to make 10 nets covered in mud. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's two. There's, Fewer nuts. Uh, what it was, five instead five. of ten. Yeah. yeah. So that's a double. <laughs> yep. So I also wonder too. Like we're always complaining. Come on, bring back endurance challenges. We want ones that like. Right. It's all about pain tolerance and all that. But then they've told us before. Well, it sometimes gets us in trouble because these people will last for like ten hours right. and like then <laughs> our whole schedule screwed up, especially in this shortened version of the game. That eliminating a bunch of people within the challenge. Yeah. Tiring them out within the challenge and then getting them into these sort of uh, endurance type things we can do that right you know what I mean yeah. it's, it's more likely that uh, maybe they won't go as long and this won't be forever yeah. I wondered if that played into a part with that too but I, I think that there's yeah from a production point of view yes but like I mentioned before it took a long time to get through this challenge like uh, two mm-hmm. blocks of challenge but then again, there are interesting challenges. I like the net thing. Uh, I like the planks, and uh, and that endurance challenge looks awful. So yeah. I mean, yeah, that, I think the I think they might be onto something. Survive what are they called? Survivor Pod. Survivor, Survivor now, now Pod. Pod. What do you think, TK? Uh, I think there's definitely part of it trying to eliminate a challenge beast. Though I don't, I'm having trouble remembering like a challenge beast who dominated their season recently. Like, how did Jonathan do in the end? Did he? Ma- he was on the jury, so I mean, yeah, he probably yeah. made it about the same that Brandon did. Uh, part of it, I think, is also that for a while the merge votes were like nine to one or right. eight to one, and like this definitely makes it a little bit spicier, having fewer people up for grabs. But it kind of makes it like we always called the merge the playoffs, but now the first couple of weeks of the merge are the play-in tourney. It's yeah, like, it's not quite the same as the individual game. It's not quite the same as the tribe game. It's somewhere in the middle. But I definitely like it when everybody is up for the chopping block. Right. Right. More so than only right. six people yeah. available. Once you get all on the same beach, everybody should be able to go out. Yeah. yeah, they didn't really show us much from this episode, but I love the concept of the the players having to decide who they're teaming up with totally. too. Yeah. It, can possibly tell you where alliances lie, uh, obviously, like, who you feel is strong or not, this idea of, like, will it ever, if they do it again, throwing a challenge if you were Danny because you mm-hmm. didn't want so-and-so, but you worked with them and, like, try and backdoor them that way. Like, I like that element. Uh, but sometimes the show, probably for the right reasons, just, like, completely glosses over totally, it. Like, yeah, they yeah. just show up and they're like, okay, we're in pairs. Right. And you're like, okay, what's this all mean? But, yeah, you know, if you keep doing it enough, maybe uh, the 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 people out there will use it to their advantage within the game, right? As they adapt. I guess it was sort of interesting as well, bringing that up is Heidi and Jamie are like, oh, we're together. Within like, it felt like seconds, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so, so yeah, exactly what you said. Yeah, because we even had then like, okay, like Carson was concerned no one would want to go with him. Right. And then Caroline's like, no, no, I'll go with you. Uh, all right, next one from at Sean the Ginger. People need to stop telling people about their secret advantages and idols already. That's just sure. a note from Sean. Yes, that's <laughs> probably right. But then he gets to his question, uh, and I edited it down a little bit. As it's award season in the NBA, who are your picks for A, MVP, and B, best position to win? So, Trey, why don't you get started? Uh, those could be the same, but possibly different people. MVP through eight episodes, and then best position to win. Who's Trey Kirby have on the ballot? I think it's a three-person race, okay. just like in the NBA. For MVP, it's a tough call between Jam Jam, Carolyn, and Danny for me. Okay. Okay. Carolyn and Jam Jam, massive players in the game from a character standpoint. I feel like Carolyn's fallen back a little bit. She's uh, she's hasn't been in the spotlight the past couple of episodes. Jam Jam has since day one. Yeah. Uh, Danny, um, I think he's probably third here on the ballot, but like he made the best play of the season 
last night with uh, the blind side alongside Heidi. He's had the great episodes where he's like rolling through, yeah. <laughs> rolling through the jungle, setting people up with fake idols. He's done a lot out there, and he farted. <laughs> so I mean, that's, that's kind of like Joel Embiid making up MVP push at the end of the season. The guy just farted during a challenge, so he's flying up my boards. But uh, I lean Carolyn, but I think Jam Jam is probably the MVP. Interesting. Yeah, I have to go Danny for MVP. Oh, I, I have know. the same top three. Uh, just in terms of well, Jam Jam, I love the guy. Uh, I think he's a great player. I think they're all three great players. But Danny, he's just been a little bit more slicker and executed a little better. Like mm-hmm. both Agreed. him and Carolyn pulled off the same move in that they switched out their uh, the idols in the cage, uh, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the fake idols and, and stuff. But hers was very sloppy and messy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um but his was completely slick, and uh, and uh, you know him playing the idol. I think, I think that yesterday him playing the idol for Franny is a very sexy move. Even though I think that Heidi should get some credit because it was her sort of she came up with the idea of keeping Franny, and he's like, but he pulled it off. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's going to get all the credit for it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I as far as MVP goes. If the season ended tonight, today, it's it's Danny for me. Okay, but uh, what was the other best the, position to win? Best position to win, I would say Carolyn, because she's being, you know, she's still being underestimated. Right. And like I said, and she has an advantage that nobody she, knows about. She actually has kept a secret. That's right. Yeah, and she, uh, everyone's underestimating her. It's and I think she out of everybody. I mean, it's impossible to tell, but uh, I think that she has the best chance to win. Mm. A lot of votes for Carson. I've got Carson as best to win best right now. Best to win? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There were some MVP votes for him as well, but why best uh, position to win for Carson? Everybody loves him, and he's yeah. the best at challenges. Uh, like, he's the best puzzle guy in the entire game, so once it comes down to that, he's going to crush everybody else. And once he had the tribe switch going for, going to Ratu... He was, like, in with them immediately to the point where Kane is counting him as a number going forward. And they're probably none the wiser after the way the vote went down last night, him being on the, the wrong side of the vote with uh, the Franny Idol. Right. the Danny Idol, I guess. Whichever you want to call it. Franny Danny Idol. <laughs> I think it's possible that Carolyn takes him out. I know we were worried it, that possible. it was going to be yeah, the she's other good. way around. But I think that she's going to realize as the numbers dwindle, she's going she's gonna to see – that Jam Jam and Carson are both extremely well liked, and she's got it. She's going to be wondering, what it, it, they can't be the final three. Those right, those three, right, right. Because I I don't know if she could win, but I don't know. I don't, actually now that I don't know. I don't know. Now maybe I'm thinking maybe Carson. Those are my those are my top two, Carolyn and Carson. Yeah, I think the swing votes right now are the place to be. Everybody else is gunning for each other. And these three are like three of the smarter, more social players in the game. They're going to crush it. I do love at this point of the game, we're down to nine. You start thinking a whole lot more about like, damn, who do I want to keep around here? Kane, keep him around. Who's going to be voting for him? Um, Heidi and Lauren, possibly. I don't know where they are in the pecking order. Brandon? Would vote for... I don't think he'll win. Oh, you're saying Brandon would vote for him. (laughs) He's still there. Um, No, I just like, I think most of these people are going to be like, they're going to stick around, these right. three, because right, I think right, people right. are going to want them there beside them gotcha. if they can. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Doug asks. Doug's back Hey, in Doug. He was, wasn't feeling well last week. That's why Ooh, he there you go, had Doug. some peanut butter and jelly, did he? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, Doug's back, and he said, last night was the first time I remember Carolyn saying that she was going to take advantage of being underestimated. Mm-hmm. She actually said it. Previously, she seemed frustrated by this. Is this a good omen for her game? Sounds like you guys both think. Uh, I think so. Absolutely. Yeah. As we have for weeks with the way she plays and is being underestimated. She just needs a pun for an animal. She can't be the alligator. No. <laughs> she could be a Carolion. Yes. Yeah. A pretty noticeable animal out there though. It is the king of the jungle. Crouching so in the, uh... I'm Lion in the weeds waiting to make <laughs> yeah. a strike here. That's not bad. I, I uh, but yeah, she came out of the gate as a big character. Um, they still have no clue that she's the one who opened the birdcage, right? Nobody's really onto yeah. her no, with regards true. to that. So she's got that going forward. And despite being targeted early on in the season, nobody cares right now. Like you're saying, Skeets, people are probably thinking we can take her to the finals yeah. with us as a goat. But I don't think she is a goat at this point. I don't think so either. I yeah. think uh, I think it's going to be awesome. 
Yeah, especially if she can use her idol like perfectly at yeah. like you know a final six, a final five, a huge blindside, take out somebody that she's close with, something that's just like, oh damn, this yeah. person's for real. Yeah. Like, we screwed up. <laughs> we yeah. screwed up keeping her around. If you're Carolyn, and you're faced with the Carson Jam Jam dilemma, who like who am I gonna take? Who are you gonna hmm. take? Who who do you, who would you rather sit next to? Wow. Assume like, I think. I think Jam Jam. Just really? because, well, you guys said it. I mean, everybody does like Carson. Yeah. He seems to have a bit more, at least up to this point, like a little bit more sway in how things have gone. He's obviously very good at the game when it comes to actually challenges and stuff like that, at least puzzles. You know, Jam Jam was, like, he was surviving, like he was escaping. You're right. He's well like too, don't get me wrong. <sighs> But then Carson has the age against him. Exactly. I, he would be the youngest one ever. Old. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that they would give a 20-year-old a yeah, Okay, okay. I would, okay. That, that would be them. my gamble. Okay, okay. But, but it would be so hard to choose. Well, hopefully it happens. Yeah. The three of them are there near the end. Final episode, well, going into that with all three there, that'd be oh, fantastic. Wow. Uh, all right, that's Tree Mail. It was a quick one here today. We'll take one more break. And when we come back, we got a look at our no buffs fantasy survivor pool got some notes about that and we'll make some predictions when it comes to who's going home in episode 9 of survivor 44 don't go anywhere it's nba playoffs time and that means nba snack time i can't stop eating while i'm watching so many options in my house that i gotta cut out a bit i gotta switch it up but i know i'm not giving up sunflower seeds sure but maybe something that's not a food for that oral fixation perhaps good thought here's a breath of fresh air fume Fume takes your habit and simply makes it better, healthier, and more enjoyable. Fume is an innovative, award-winning flavored air device. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, Fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy and makes replacing your bad habit easy. Its taste is surprising. All natural stuff. It's fun to fidget with, and it's a good weight. The wood feels good, and it feels cool to use. Start the good habit by going to tryfume.com slash dunks and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving listeners to the show 10% off when they use our code dunks to help make starting the good habit that much easier. All right, the No Buffs Fantasy Survivor Pool. We use Make Your Picks, fantastic app. Leave them a five-star rating in whatever store you use to download your apps. Chris has some notes. He always does. These are some good ones. <laughs> there have been over 6,000 advantages played in the No Buffs Fantasy Pool. Wow. It's like a real episode of Survivor. Damn. That many advantages. <laughs> What's left, by the way? What do we got? We got Carolyn it. with her idol yeah. that nobody knows about. Mm-hmm. Extra vote for Lauren. Yep. And a fakie for Jamie. And that's it. That's it right now. That's it until Danny goes and finds the idol he yeah, just yeah. used, which is going to happen probably <laughs> next week's episode. Um, okay, so Chris also says that they have received several help requests about swaps over the last couple of days, but the swap advantage is no longer visible because it expired last week. I let the people know. Yeah, we, we told I yeah. blew my stupid swap on Matthew. Oh, man. So dumb, man. I, I swapped to him the episode I knew he was going out. Just because I knew he was going to cry, and I needed those points. Oh, man, right. wow. Short-sighted. Dude. Very short-sighted. Wow. So, sorry if you missed out on the swap advantage, but now you know how it works for next season. Yes. So, it's up to a certain point of the season. <laughs> yeah, you I got you use next season, yeah. suckers. Yeah. I did. I think I swapped out twice. So did I. Yeah. And it has not gone well for me. Double swap. I've yet to get a single point from Carson. At least in terms of Did the he game. not cry, or was that uh, barfing tears? Uh, that, well, I'm not sure. <laughs> well, no, you don't get points for the cry. You get, uh, like... Um, the, the advantage. The, the token the things. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. So, I just it hasn't gone well since I got him on my team. But maybe he'll go on to win this game, and that'll help. Uh, advantages have expiration dates listed below them on the Advantages tab, all right? So, use those tokens for those advantages before it is too late. Because we have, like... A handful of episodes left. That was up at eight, right? Yeah. So we yeah. got five left. Got yeah. five okay. left. Okay. It's going to go quick. So the extra vote expires in 27 days. Oh, yeah. So it tells you right there. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's right I there. like that. Um, and so, well, it's interesting you brought that up. Um, do any of you guys feel 
somewhat confident in next week's vote? <laughs> no. No. Because if you like do, because if you do, you could play your double vote points advantage. I'm right? definitely doing that because I am so far behind. Right. And so if you nail it. it, that gets you 24 points instead of the yeah. regular 12. Okay. If you want to use that double vote, double vote points advantage. Uh, and let's look at next time on Survivor because I can't imagine you guys moved up the. Uh, the no buffs fantasy survivor pool. No, My number's higher. Uh, number's higher. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was in the 970s and now it's in the 1000s. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. You're going the wrong way, my man. Oh. Yeah. So, so don't worry. So am I. I <laughs> used an extra vote and I still got it wrong. Who did you have going home? In this uh, Jamie episode? for some reason. Jamie, you too. What? Well, <laughs> I wanted, well, basically because I wanted to see her play her fake idol. Fake right. That's all. That's the only reason. I don't know why I, I played her. I went with a Lauren. Right, uh, you know, which I got that's excited a, for a second when a, Danny yeah. was talking about. Hey, he's all, he's so hell bent on that double vote. Right, so I was like, yeah, but nope, she's there. Uh, so next time on Survivor, this coming episode, under the wing of a dragon. Okay, Who's, Carson under the wing of Kane's dragon, maybe. So do you think Carson says it then in that case, or or is Kane going to get back to back episodes where he had the wow. title because he did have the uh, don't get cocky wow. kid. I mean, you you would immediately think this is Cade because Dragon is involved. Yeah, but it's almost it's almost too obvious, isn't it? Put me down for put me down for Carson. Carson, I like your thinking. Yeah, that it's like a team of some sort. Yeah, and he is under the giant Cane Dragon wing. <laughs> uh, well, what we learn in the look ahead, Cane says Brandon being voted out is a bit of a wake up call for him. Mm-hmm. He's not really angry; just he's he's woken up like a dragon uh didn't say that part <laughs> danny is off looking for an idol uh which somebody notes like a guy's always out there looking for the idol i have i honestly think he's just gonna go find it again yeah, me too. um though caroline does seem tired of danny that's right. included the three stooges tika they are running the game we got that little scene and uh jam jam is upset with someone who wrote his name down okay that's all we got to work with any thoughts on any of those little uh, little tidbits they threw our way? Well, I'm excited for the showdown between the MVP candidates, Carolyn and Danny. Oh, you think this is coming? Interesting. Well, it's fruition sooner rather than later. Sounds like she's she's lost her patience with him. This guy's always looking for idols. I don't know. Like, what's? <laughs> why does he rub her the wrong way? Maybe it's his unbridled enthusiasm for the game of survivor <laughs> that's possible i don't know that's possible i was uh, from that from that next time on survivor i was most intrigued by the jam jam line there this idea of like somebody wrote my name down right and i was like who's this who's he yeah, talking who, who, about who? because a lot of people that have written his name down are gone they gone they're right? all gone the, Except are they all one kane i see lauren voted for jam jam i think kane did as well in uh or no this was this was Lauren's controlled vote. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she right. put it on Jam Jam though. Yeah, that's right. That's Heidi telling Lauren to put it on yes. Jam Jam. I think Kane Heidi, yes. did throw a Jam Jam vote when Brandon voted for him. Oh yeah, and Josh voted Josh. for him. You're right. So I see Josh that now. gone. Brandon gone. Right. You know, Kane's still there. Matt had voted for Jam Jam. He's gone. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Jam Jam doesn't forget. Jam Jam never forgets. That's right. So uh, I like that. That's a good case right there. Hold on, I'm locking in Kane. Locking in Kane. Double wow. points on Kane. That's right. what I'm going with. You're going on Kane? Yeah. I don't want to go on the same as anyone right now. I need to make some moves. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going on Franny. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Going on Franny. I do think she's still at the bottom. I think that people see her locked in one jury vote guaranteed. Yeah. And that's just a reason to get rid of somebody, and You're that's right. sometimes all you need. So. Uh, my vote on Thursday is going to be Franny. We'll see if it changes in the next six days. Okay, and, I'm going to go. Well, I don't. I I too do not want to be have the same as you guys. So put me down for Danny. I was going to say think you, Carolyn's. You, yeah. Wow. Make her move. Ooh. And get it, get rid of him. It would not be the first time too where someone plays a plays an idol to protect someone even, and then yeah. it sort of blows up soon after in their face. Big target because it's a hell of a move. Yeah. You're like, oh, totally. Damn. I don't have that on my resume. Better get him out. So it's possible. Okay. We got a Franny. We got a Danny. And we got a Kane. Franny, Danny, and Kane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying those dragon wings get clipped <laughs> wow. next week. Clip the wings. Uh, Crack the shell. 
Canadian. Uh, no. oh, oh, someone in the uh, live tribe says, Matt had two episode titles before he left, including the boot episode. I could see the same for Kane. Mm. Wow. Wow. So maybe he does say the dragon line. <laughs> we will see. We'll we see. We will see. That will be episode nine of Survivor 44, and we will have episode nine of No Buffs. That's next week. You can join us live at 1 p.m. Eastern here on YouTube. Otherwise, we flip this into the podcast where you guys hopefully are leaving us five-star ratings and reviews. Fun episode. That was a good bounce-back episode yeah. after a couple that were like the mergatories, like yes. you said. We were yeah, actually yeah. playing individual to some extent, besides the uh, challenge there, a little twist. Uh, yeah. Individual, you survivor. know, um, survivor. Yeah, yeah, this is the capital part S survivor. The this capital, is the, we're in right. the playoffs. Yeah, we're in the playoffs. That's yeah. right. Playoffs have started. So game two next week. Playoff mode. Oh, yeah. Hashtag <laughs> playoff mode. Uh, guys, we will see you next week. Thanks again for joining us here live. Until next week, the tribe has spoken. Ha, 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 ha.